Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 18 of Soul Food titled Work. In this episode, we're going to talk about acquiring contentment and practicing restraint. We'll talk about recognizing the true treasure given to the believer. And finally, we'll talk about working in order to be independent. We're continuing to look at this book, The Divine Lights of the Prophetic Way by Imam al-Sha'arani, rahimahullah. And in the next several episodes, we're going to be looking at our relationship with money and wealth. And when we look at this topic, it teaches us once again that Islam speaks to every aspect of life and that God in sending this revelation has really given us guidance that applies to every different aspect of our lives and that we don't live in this deen-dunya dichotomy, our religious life on one side and then our worldly life on the other side. But our spiritual life in reality permeates every aspect of our temporal life. And Imam Sharani he tells us that as we're seeking a living, we should first strive to acquire contentment, to be happy with what we are given. And in addition to that, in addition to contentment, we should also practice restraint, not giving in to every desire and every want that we have. The biggest veil between you and your Lord is the nafs, is the lower self. And the more you give in to the nafs's cravings, the bigger the vacuum inside of you becomes. And look around. People are all chasing happiness but how many people have actually found it? When you're content and you actually practice restraint, you've already reached happiness. This ever elusive point where people can't seem to reach, when you're content and you practice restraint, you don't continuously give in to the cravings, you've already found happiness. It's not in finding fulfillment in the next material thing that's not where happiness is, but it actually is in appreciating what you already have and thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his gifts. When you curb that craving, you're actually purifying your nafs and you're beginning to lift the veil between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're polishing your spiritual heart and the desires and the distractions of the nafs prevent you from seeing what your heart is meant to witness. The Prophet Muhammad وسلم, he said, spiritual excellence, ihsan, is to worship Allah as though you see him. To worship Allah as though you see him. And that is what the heart is for. And that's why it's so important to practice restraint and to have contentment so that you're not eaten up by the monster of the nafs 
that is never satiated. And that brings us to the next point, recognizing the true treasure that Allah gives the believers. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants you the sweetness of faith, you are extremely fortunate. And when you have that, if you've ever tasted that, you have to honor and nurture that gift. And how you do that is by preferring that which is with Allah, that you prefer Allah's gifts, the spiritual gifts, the rewards of the hereafter. And when you prefer what is with Allah, you're then freed from being enslaved to other people's wants and other people's expectations. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, A believer's honor is in his not being in need of people, is that you have this independence. You're not beholden to other people. And you acquire that by really seeking the greater gifts from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet ﷺ said in another hadith, إِنَّمَا الْغِنَى غِنَى الْقَلْبِ وَالْفَقْرُ فَقْرُ الْقَلْبِ True wealth is the heart's wealth. And poverty, true poverty, is the poverty of the heart. And how many people have you seen who are living with very little? And they actually might be going through great difficulties. But when you ask them or you see someone ask them, how are you doing? They say from the bottom of their hearts, Alhamdulillah, we have so many things to be thankful for. And on the flip side, how many others have so much, yet they're ungrateful, they're actually miserable. And the person who has little material wealth, but who is thankful to Allah, is in a much better position than the person who has all of these things of the world, but their heart is impoverished. Their heart is empty. So in order for us to be people who have a heart that is filled with treasures and is filled with wealth, we have to recognize the blessings that Allah has given us. It's a really amazing hadith narrated by Imam al-Tirmidhi. And you have to reflect on it and think about it deeply and look at what you have in your life. The Prophet said, Man asbaha aminan fi sirbihi, mu'afan fi badanih, indahu qutu yawmih, fakaannama hizat lahu dunya bihadafiriha. Whoever wakes up in the morning and number one is safe, they have safety. How many people in the world are living in a war zone? How many people are experiencing terrible insecurity? at multiple levels. So think about it. If you wake up in the morning and you're safe, whoever wakes up in the morning and is safe, number two, is healthy in body. That a person has good health, which is a gift from Allah. They say that good health is a crown that is worn by people, but it is only seen by those who are sick. They recognize the gift that healthy people have and many healthy people themselves take it for granted. The hadith goes on and has food for that day. So safety, health, and food for the day. The Prophet ﷺ says, 
it is as if the entire world has been given to him. What more could you really ask for? What more could you want than those things? But we have to be grateful. And studies show that just being grateful has a profound impact on your well-being and your mental and emotional state. Even something as simple as before you go to bed, just writing down things that you're thankful for, you actually have better sleep. So you have to be careful, especially in today's world, of the forces that make you always want more and never feel content or satisfied. It is a bottomless pit. And the Prophet ﷺ, he summarized all of this in just a few words. He said, Contentment is a treasure that never perishes. So if you want the treasure that never perishes, be happy with what Allah has given you. This brings us to the final point, working to be independent. The Prophet ﷺ said about a person who begs from other people, and doesn't seek to be independent, doesn't seek the means that are available to them. He said, a person continues to ask from others until he meets Allah without even a piece of flesh on his face. In other words, that when a person continues to seek from others and beg from others without taking other available means to them, they are having these abrasions on their face that they are actually taking away from their dignity and their honor and that becomes manifest on the day of resurrection and they have no flesh left on their faces. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from that. So we are commanded to seek out a lawful livelihood and to earn a living in a dignified way. So if you look at it, being content is a state of the heart. And practicing restraint is part of beautiful character. But neither of those things contradict the importance of working hard and seeking out your livelihood. That that's actually something that we're called to in this religion. It's an obligation to do so to the best of one's ability. And as we're doing that, because you have sometimes extremes. There are people who have no opportunities available to them and they're in a different category. But then there are others who work so hard, but they're only working to amass worldly things. So you have to assess yourself and gauge your intentions. If you earn a livelihood to spend it on good things, such as going on Hajj, visiting the Prophet feeding the needy, supporting your family, giving back to your community and giving back to the ummah in a general sense. All of these things are good things. And the Prophet ﷺ, he encouraged us to do this when he said, the hand above is better than the hand below. In other words, the giving hand is better than the hand that takes. So you should work hard and be a contributor but don't work hard just to boast and compete in worldly things. Work hard for that which is good. And that brings us to the call to action. The next time you're shopping online, I don't know about you, but sometimes Amazon will really make you feel 
unsatisfied, that you need something, you really feel like you need that new thing, the next time that you're shopping online or otherwise, ask yourself, especially if that thing is not a necessity, it's not food or your basic supplies in order to survive, ask yourself, am I really being content? And practice restraint. Practice restraint. Don't give in to the compulsive buying, but rather practice that restraint and be thankful for what you already have. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to fill our hearts with the treasures of iman, of faith and certitude and love of him and love of his prophet and yearning for the meeting with him and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us people who contribute to the world in the most positive of ways and the most wholesome of ways. Ameen ya rabbal alameen. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.